the Rams House, presented by Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles. Whose house? Rams House. Rams House. Yes. Oh, it was an amazing week, too, for the Rams oh, yes, as they pounced the Arizona Cardinals 34 to nothing, an absolute spanking. Hmm. As we do every week, we're going to break down the game and look ahead at the next week. Number three against the San Diego Chargers. Oh, I love that you got it right. Of course. The San Diego Chargers, of San course. Diego. Of course it is. <laughs> I'm Jeff Wilson, and here to talk all about it is Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, James Whitlock, and Victor Costello. Welcome, gentlemen. Well, glad to be nice. here. Yeah. Especially after 34-0 to zero bludgering. So I, I, know, yes. I know in these early weeks of the NFL season, um, the the – Impetus is to overreact to things. So I don't want to overreact, but it's pretty much safe to say we're winning the Super Bowl, right? Oh, yeah. That's, that's not an overreaction. <laughs> Your whole game is to overreact. <laughs> that's well, what I do. That's what I do. That's my jam. At this point, should you not overreact? I mean, you, you, the Cardinals put up zero points. Zero. And, that's and a big goose egg. the teams for the last two weeks only put up 13 total I yeah. think you have very good reason to react. Yeah. To the in point where in an you know overly what? way. Yeah. You guys played two teams that are not anywhere close to the playoffs. <laughs> uh, now it's time now's the time to huh? overreact. <laughs> right. Let's enjoy this. <laughs> Resident Raider fan hater over there, Ben Garcia. Yeah. Let's uh let's let's enjoy this though. Let's bask in the glory. Oh, bask, enjoy, do all of it. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Owen too. Yeah. Hey, you oh, know Raiders what? are own too. Yeah, wow. they, they're not. They're not good this year. But this is the Rams' house, so let's the Rams focus are on two and yeah, the task so It's hands. all about the Rams. Yes, right let's now. let's let's do that. Uh, well, let's talk about the game, Besa. What are some of your takeaways? Well, you know what? First of all, this wasn't really a game over at the Coliseum. This was more of a beheading. Yeah, the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, wow. They they looked pitiful, but more so, you know, props up to uh, the guy or the uh, Rams' house crew. You know, correctly predicting. The outcome of the game, but more so, what we, Eric we should give, yeah, what Eric predicted. The fact that the Rams would go ahead and shut out the Cardinals. Technically, he said he wouldn't be surprised if they got shut out. <laughs> well, did they get shut out? <laughs> they, they, did. they did. He didn't predict it, but he said he wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. surprised he, was, he was calling it. <laughs> so maybe we should go ahead and give him a raise. I don't know. Does he? He mean? Sounds like he knows what we he's talking will about. Raise his raise a hundred percent from what he makes right now. Hundred percent higher. <laughs> well, too Congrats. bad he's not here to uh, bask in the glory. That's right. That's right. Uh, so as far as for uh, Sunday's game, you know what? Tur- during the fourth quarter, I asked myself, what makes a complete NFL team? And I went back into the 2017 season, and we had some holes to fill. Now, the 2017 season was a very good season. Went 11-4, and went into the playoffs. We did have some holes in the offense. We did have some holes in the defense. But you transitioned that during the offseason. You fill up the corners, you get an additional weapon on the defensive line. The only person you change on offense is a wide receiver. And it was an upgrade. And it was an upgrade. And you start plugging up these holes. Yeah. And so far, what it looks like is that we might have a complete team for a very long time. That hasn't happened for the Rams for the 2018 season. That might just take us. Yeah. To the Super Bowl. <laughs> it is looking yeah. good so far. You, you had Ben and then you lost him when, yeah. you, when you got two rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> yeah, did I? You should buy your tickets now. Ben, you have, ben where is he wrong? Yeah. Where is he wrong? You're not wrong in the sense that you've got a shot. I just don't think that you're, 
that you're superior amongst all the other playoff contending teams in the league. So I don't think it's I don't think you can look at it right now, look at all thirty one other teams and say the Rams will be in the so, Super Bowl. So I think yeah. you can say okay. they have a good opportunity to get there. The NFL has them as yeah, number but, one in power rankings. So yeah, let's yeah, let's do. talk about power rankings. Then. They don't mean a, anything. A lot of uh, <laughs> the Raiders. The Raiders are in the bottom three, so it doesn't mean a thing. <laughs> well, then it means everything. <laughs> Uh, several of the power rankings have the Rams at number one. Yeah, I'm, where who would you put above the Rams right now? Nobody. All right, wow. so well, they're number one. At least we're on it's on par early, for week it's two. It's early in the season, and you haven't played anybody. Yeah, and you guys have done exactly what you need to do, which is to destroy the two teams that you played. Yeah, so you have you have deservedly. You, you deserve the position to be put in number one of the power rankings. But later on in the season, we'll see what happens. That, that is fair. And, and people, that's as rainbows and butterflies as Ben gets. So I would take that as a big pop. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Absolutely. No, uh, we did what we needed to do against Arizona. It, it's still early in the season, so it is hard to tell. Is, is Arizona as awful as they seem? Yeah. Or did we just are we that well, good, or is it a combination of both, Vic? Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's both. I think it's it's absolutely both. I mean, uh, the Rams on paper are doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing to these teams, and uh, I think the Cardinals are that bad, and the Rams really are good. Uh, you know, does that mean they're guaranteed a trip to the Super Bowl? No, no. Uh, yep. But I think they're totally in that trajectory of getting there right now. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because I feel like that's the thing that makes me nervous is how many uh, teams that are number one in week two of the power rankings ever actually make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't know that, but you, it's a, it's right. I know it's only a sixteen. That's true. Game season, but yeah. it's and, it's and a it, long yeah. sixteen, With a 16 game, game season. A lot happens. Every game counts. I mean, when yeah. you look at a thirty-four to zero blowout, tell me what the bad was. I mean, I really can't. As a, as a Rams fan who watched the entire game, I maybe can give you two bad points, but a lot of good was out of this game. Two bad points. You know what? Um, Jerry Goff threw an interception, and the fact that we didn't hit our tight ends um, that many times. We've only hit them, I think, four times. Uh, this entire season, but one of he those be, tight ends he scored a touchdown. That's yeah, encouraging, and and, that, and that's the kicker. One yeah. of those tight ends uh, got a touchdown, but there's not many bad things to take away from this game. And there's 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 a defense who again is is only allowing 13 points over the last two games. There's a wide receiver in Brandon Cooks who's on pace to get another 1,000 yard season. You have Jared Goff who's hit five receivers just in the first half. Yeah. I mean this this is a great team. You you make adaptations into the point where where Greg Zerline is out and you have Hecker who's making now field goals. Oh, Vic, by the way, condolences. Oh yeah, he has <laughs> on Greg Zerline. Oh, you know, I I poured out a beer, I'm not gonna lie. I, I bet you uh, did. Oh yeah. You poured yeah, out a beer was, for Greg Zerline's tough. groin. I know you, I know <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm glad yeah. you clarified because I thought he on, died. On my own groin, actually. Believe it or not. I yeah. Bet you did. You sure love him. You sick son <sighs> of a beer. He hey, week one of fantasy football, he had seventeen points. How many players on your team had seventeen points? Yeah, no, week you're one. Right. Yeah, you're, you're right. right. I'm many. just saying. I'm gonna yeah. throw that out there. Uh, <laughs> and let's take this opportunity to uh, sing the praises once again of Johnny Hecker, yeah. stepping up, yeah, and yeah. filling in. Of course, they. So Zerline goes down, and like what before? Right before the game. They don't have anybody to fill in for him. So the Rams actually run a couple 
uh, two point conversions because yeah, at this why point, not? Yeah, at this point in time, you you don't have a kicker to go ahead and make those field goals. So what do you have to depend on? You have to de- depend on Todd Gurley just punching it in for those extra two points, just because you don't have a kicker. Which is great. Which and is great, of course, yeah. uh, Hammer points out that mathematically you should do should that always, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, uh, but then they decide, well, let's give Hecker a shot. And what does he do? He just impresses. He kicked, what, a field goal first? A short field goal. A short field goal. And then an uh, extra point. I think he point. made a 20-yard 20, 20 yeah. uh, extra point. And, uh, yeah, and, and Todd Gurley took the rest over. Yeah. But what you're starting to see is that, uh, you know what, Coach Sean McVay, he's doing a great job. You have a special teams unit who, I, in my opinion, has been a great special teams for the last two seasons. You still have Wade Phillips into the point where, you know what, you get into the fourth quarter and you see Todd Gurley, you see Sullivan. They're sitting out now and letting their rookies go ahead and take over on those spots. The veterans are teaching um, the young crew. But the scary thing is, is, is after the game, what Aaron Donald had to say. And I'm holding up my air quotes at the moment. He said, We I could feel, do better. <laughs> I feel like we can get even better. Ah, uh, here we go. That's yes. the scary thing. Yes. End quotes. They That's allowed true. 13 points in two games, and Aaron Donald thinks they can get better. No, they can't. Well, they can. 13 points. Well. Yeah, oh, yeah, 13 points. <laughs> yeah, 13 and I would points. love the fact <laughs> to prove it. Why not? Yes, yeah, absolutely. This is great stuff that LA is producing, and it I want to be on board with this. I have a question, and this is a good one for Ben. I want, I want to get your thoughts. The, there was The offense seemed to be on the field the entire game. Yeah. Arizona, they didn't stand a chance. Sam Bradford didn't know his left from his right. And and the defense is just so strong that they shut the other team down and the offense is back on the field. Is there any concern burning this offense out? No. With all that playing time and... and no. Being so good. Just Go being so it. good. That, well, that, uh, that's kind of what I'm getting at. There's, uh, good there's a roundabout way to say uh, to how good we are. <laughs> you know... <laughs> I'm going to use basketball as the analogy, right? Mm-hmm. And that is you expend more energy on the defensive end than you do on the offensive end because you're reacting and just because you know you're 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 trying to sense of, as to what they're doing and so I think the muscles are just more tense because you need to get ready to move. Okay. From the offensive side, you already know where you're going to be, what your play routes are, whether you're going to get the ball, whether you're option number one, option number two. So I just don't think that you use as much of the mental capacity as you may use on the defensive side. So I've never heard of, of mental or of, of physical exhaustion on the offensive side. I mean, if you have the ball that much, that's a good problem to have. It is a great problem to it have. Is, it is a great problem to have. But at the same at the same point, you want to go ahead and preserve your offense and you know any point where you can go ahead and arrest those starters well yeah some of the, so so bring in some of the rookies backups, come in absolutely exactly. and then you also the big thing is that you don't want to show you know plays that you want to use later on so you don't want to sure. show the back end of the playbook you know just keep it simple you know keep it flat or uh, you know screens to the outside you know little things like that dink and dunk you know, yeah. just yeah. you know, just to maintain, uh, you know, to keep getting first downs and maintain clock possession. I, I don't think that yeah. you can. I think you can do that all day long and and do it all season long. And I think you still can go into the playoffs as a fresh team. Yeah, love it. And that's what you kind of have to say with uh, you know, JoJo Nateson uh, coming on board with the LA Rams. I know Pharaoh Cooper, our punt returner last week, was injured. He's going to be out for some time. But you bring in JoJo Nateson, who was a part of the Rams uh, during the preseason. I think he totaled something around like. 350 yards in returns. You bring him into the unit. He's familiar with it. 
week one during the Raiders game, he's sitting on the couch watching the Rams play just because we had to cut him to make room for the 53-man roster. Yeah. You bring him on board. What does he do? He gets a punt return, returns it for around 60 yards. Well, not all the way, but he gets a good 60-yard yeah. run. Yeah. But you're preserving the health of some of your wide receivers because I know at that point we were talking about Cooper Cup possibly filling into that role. We want to make sure he's healthy. Well, he's and, one of our three go-to guys. And that's a big one to Jeff's point, right, is that – you, you can't put yourself you, – like, for example, if you're Goff, you can't throw across the middle to Cooks and expect him to go up and get the ball and then get smashed by safety, right? Yeah. If you do that enough times – you know, and that's, I think, one of the things that happens to Gronkowski for the Patriots every year is that, yeah, he's dynamic, and yes, he gets the ball a lot, but, you know, sometimes rather than just falling down, he tries to get those extra two yards during the regular season. That will wear you out. Getting hit a number of times will wear you out, where – you know, if, if you could be that an elusive type of guy, maybe like a Marshall Falk during the you know the, the prime of his career, mm-hmm. where he'd sacrifice maybe not getting those two yards and falling down so that he wouldn't take and absorb that hit so that he could do it later on in the season. I think that's what's most important. Yeah. Ooh. I love it. Good I stuff, love it. Guys. So I kind of have a question for you guys. And I'm actually glad that Darren brought up Sean McVay because it's going to go all the way back to him. But... Um, uh, Hypothetically, if I had told you at the beginning of the season that I'm going to give you two teams, right? We'll make one of them the Rams. We'll make the other one the the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ah, and I said, we, what, <laughs> what a coincidence! <laughs> Pick on the Steelers. We, we have a Steelers fan in uh, the now house. I know why you called me in? James Whitlock's oh, here. Why, huh? <laughs> Wonder why I would pick that team. Perfect. Huh. <laughs> that just just came into my head. Um, <laughs> as we all know, the the Rams picked up uh, a guy that likes to steal gold chains. Um, <laughs> yes, he another does. guy, um, <laughs> Akeem Talib, especially from uh, Raiders. Saw, saw who was coming off of a year where people there there were some rumors about him wanting to be you know. Uh, he's a selfish player. He's not a team player, stuff like that. And then you have Marcus Peters that we all know is just crazy. Grab his and, chunk. Uh, yes. uh, right. So, uh, and that was one of the concerns coming in for this, for this, uh, you know, defense coming into this year. So at the beginning of the year, if I had told you that there was a team that didn't have a player show up into week two, and there was also a player that was on Twitter tweeting about, mm, you know, if you want to see how I do another team, go ahead and trade me. Which so like, team so would like you a, think? A play, that like, is like a player that would. Uh, well, hold like on. He hasn't asked the question. Yet. <laughs> we can't respond yeah. until we know what the yeah. question is. Be on Twitter and then not show up. Yeah, go ahead, Vic, with that question. Yeah. <laughs> and and then you you know you have you have the Steelers, which is kind of for the past few years has been this stoic team that's out there and. Uh, with a head coach and and a, and a you know an aging quarterback, but a, you know a good quarterback who's still there and an all-star wide receiver, a running back that nobody can seem to stop. And there's you know there's no there's nothing coming out of this camp that there's anything wrong. Their colors are black and yellow. Their colors are black and yellow. <laughs> black <laughs> What's and the question? Black and gold. If, if which team would you pick? That would be imploding right now. Would you say you, it was the Steelers or would yeah. you say it yeah. was the Rams? No, you're right. Yeah, that is a good point. It took a long way to get there, but he's <laughs> absolutely right, Ben. You leave him alone. 
You Dude, he took so many. He took so many turns in that question. I still don't know what the question he, is. He's painting another detail. game since he started the question. He's painting a picture. All right. Okay. And, well, yes. and absolutely, yes. and absolutely think this this island of misfit toys that the Rams put together yeah. over the offseason mm-hmm. would have mm-hmm. could is is potential for a locker room nightmare. Yeah. Not yet. No. This is this is the honeymoon stage. This is one of those things where it takes time to develop disc- discord in a locker room or to have one person's voice just piss somebody else off. So I'm not saying it's going to happen this year, but if you keep this group of guys long enough, it's eventually sure. going to happen. You know, I mean, I, but this is one of those things you, you where know, it's too soon. I don't buy it. Look at the Patriots. They don't ever have drama. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're totally fine, right? But the, the key overall, oh, wait a minute. you know, you know, you know Go what ahead. though? I think, I think, I think one of the things that everybody's missing here is that I, I want to give Sean McVay and the rest of the coaching staff, uh, this young guy seems to have a control or, or he seems to have the, these people's attention in the locker room. Yeah. And in other words, it, it seems like these guys are willing to throw away their pride, throw away everything else to follow this man into these games. And, and I just wanted to, you know, I, I think the job that he has done as a young coach has, has just been incredible. And of course, things might change later on down the line. But even just to go this far with this, like yeah. you know, Jeff yeah. said, with these misfits and not have anything go wrong so far, and everybody's playing the way they're supposed to be playing, I, I think is just simply amazing. I, I think you're right. And, and to, to phrase what Ben is saying in a different way, I think it may be too soon to tell that he has the secret formula. This for is this, week but two. It's because it's week two. <laughs> but. No, you're absolutely right that with that combination of guys in that locker room, uh, I mean, you could easily lose those guys. Easily. And the fact that McVeigh, it seems like from our outside perspective, because spoiler alert, we're not insiders, uh, that he does have, he is building this culture that is is the right Look at the right medicine. Look at the Legion of Boom a couple years ago, right? Mm -hmm. They had a bunch of guys that were outspoken and it worked. Mm -hmm. You know, just the fact that they were winning every year, that they were getting better, that they were contending for a Super Bowl, you know, they they allowed that to be bigger than who they were in the room. And then as the team sort of, I wouldn't say disintegrate, but as the team wasn't as good, you know, as as they were the year before. Those voices start to get a little yeah. bit louder. Well, when you face they start adversity, to protest, and yep, then, that's but, when you find out exactly. So, what happens mid-season if you guys go through a three-game losing streak? Yeah. You know, and then you have somebody that stands up and pisses somebody else off in the locker room. That's where that disharmony can happen. Well, so and that's why when we you say- play the two worst teams in the league to start the season <laughs> in week two and talk about there's no disharmony or dysfunction in the locker room, it's too we soon. Didn't, we didn't it's play the, the Bills. honeymoon stage. <laughs> the Bills are the worst team. If, if you're saying it's too soon, why is Antonio Brown doing it? I mean, I again, it's been two games. It's well, Donald's because fault. they've lost one and they tied the Browns. They're facing adversity. <laughs> no, it, 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 there it it's is. Fair. It's fair. And they lost to KC. How it's long not, has Tomlin you know, been coach? He's terrible. Ever. He needs to be fired. Yeah, he's so, done. So I feel like you know he's going the way of Sosha. Like the message is lost. It might he's be time done. to move yeah, on. Absolutely. He was done, uh, you know, last year. But yeah, he still sticks around. And it's one of those things where it's it's like, you got to you got to call. You got to know when when you no longer have yeah. a vision. You got to know when to hold him and when to fold him. Hey, <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers hey, knows best. You know what? People have been calling for Tomlin for a while now, so I think it's just time. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, when when the Pittsburgh Steelers defense, which is iconic uh in the NFL, is letting 42 points at the board, you know there's something wrong. That's like, that's interesting cuz they're on the waiver wire right now, am I? 
fantasy level. <laughs> oh, really? Hey. I feel like if they were iconic, they wouldn't be on waivers. <laughs> they wouldn't be on waivers. I'll tell yeah. you what. If you if you tell people you know a great defense, the Rams, they wouldn't buy it either. <laughs> so <laughs> they have a great defense. Whose house? Rams, Rams house. <laughs> Good one, Ben. <laughs> you know, but but going back back into what you have just said. This is also the city of Los Angeles. And what does the city of Los Angeles want? Greatest city in the world. They want a winning team. And if they, if you don't want to just smoke weed legally, that too. Yeah. (laughs) And and see blondes in bikinis. We got one of them. We got one of those things. Let's get the other. But the, but the city of LA, they want a winning team. And the second you start, you know, as you said, when we start to get those three games when we're losing, you're going to see those voices in the locker room, like Marcus Peters. They're going to go ahead and speak up. But for now, I understand it's only week two. We're putting up the W's. And that's why this is a complete unit. They are all on the same page. You yeah. are as a complete Let's... team as there is in the NFL. That's oh, that's... Ben, I love you. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes you just ben, say the right you thing. You get a okay. standing ovation. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Let's move on to week Thank you. three <laughs> and talk about the San Diego Chargers of Carson. I feel like this will be our first... <laughs> semi-test right yeah it will be the, the chargers are uh they're a viable t- they're yeah. a viable playoff contender you you call them kansas city's gonna win your division right uh, i think the chargers are going to oh really still yeah. well so to start the season i didn't know what to expect from patrick Mahomes. Yes. now he's had two great games but if there's one thing that you can count on in the nfl mm-hmm. is that def- defensive coordinators when they get enough tape figure out how to curtail that type of production which is why you always have the sophomore jinx so i think as the season wears on and i also think that as the weather turns in kansas city let's see what patrick mahomes is gonna do okay okay i haven't seen that yet now if i was to overreact the way everybody in this room does after two weeks i don't know what you're talking about then i anoint kansas city (laughs) as the team that's gonna win the afc west however i think that Coming into the season, I think that San Diego was primed to win this division, and I think that they are still the best team and the team to beat. Okay. So then well, our first test this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in looking at the first two games of the season, I would say definitely the San Diego Chargers are probably one of the teams that are definitely better than the other two. But Philip Rivers, he's a guy that goes downfield. No doubt about it. He's always hitting uh, Keenan Allen in the backfield. Melvin Gordon, uh, he's always passing to him. But who do we have downfield? We have our corners. Our corners are going to go ahead and stick to Melvin Gordon. So the only person that I think the Rams need to go ahead and worry about is Keenan Allen. And our defense is great. They have been shown to be great other than the first half against the Raiders. I think we're going to go ahead and disrupt uh, um, uh, Philip Rivers. I think he's going to have to find those quick ways to get out of the pocket and get the ball out of his hands. And I think he's just going to go, go ahead and dink his dunk, dink and dunk his way downfield, five yards, seven yards, whatsoever. I think that one of the things that he brings that, and it takes years to develop this, mm-hmm. but when, when you're a guy of, of, his, of, of River's caliber, yeah. you stand under center and you can look and see where the defenses are and then you can audible out or into a play. Hey, James Whitlock's here. You'll audible into a play where you know that the defense isn't quite set. So I think that yeah. this is going to be the first opportunity that you're – I don't think Carr's there yet, and 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 it's for two reasons. One, because he's only had one – at the time, one game under John Gruden in his offense. And two, because he's only a four- or five-year veteran. 
this is something that over a tenure, you know, career where you start to become a breeze, you start to yeah. become a Peyton Manning when he was there or, or a Tom Brady. It takes years to be able to develop this. And I think that Rivers is the guy that will stand under center. And I think he's going to make it difficult. Now you're right with those, those lockdown corners that you have, they're not going to be free the first, you know, one to two or three seconds when he needs to throw the ball. And mm. and the question is, is, is his offensive line going to be able to support that pocket long enough for those guys to come open? But here's the thing. Hey, he's he smart. still has Antonio Gates. He's not. And, and you know what? <laughs> you guys joke. But Antonio Gates is a big body that is going to have to be defended by your weak point in the defense, which is your linebackers. Antonio so if Gates, he goes four years old. So if he goes across the middle, <laughs> believe it or not, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he had over 100 yard passing yards to Antonio Gates this week as an outlet. I mean, he might not be the first option, but yeah. I think no, that's that going to be, be there. Just and I like th- they did against the Ra- or the Raiders did against absolutely them with, with yeah, Cook with the, yeah. or uh, with the first half. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So let's let's see what happens. So I, I don't I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams won the game, but I'm pulling for the Chargers. Wow. You're a, a fantasy sleeper there, Antonio Gates. If he's available on there waivers, which I'm sure he is, <laughs> and you need a tight end, Ben called it. And just a disclaimer: I don't play fantasy football, so you know. <laughs> Do well, it at your own discretion. So you're so you're, uh, you're calling the Chargers going to win this one? Huh? Yeah, I do. Wow. You know what? Without uh, you know Joey Bosa, he's a defense, great defensive end mm-hmm. for the San Diego Chargers. Yep. He's unfortunately not going to be a part of the game. I would like of him to be a part of it just because I really I want to see, see sure what our offensive yeah. line can go ahead and muster up and if they can go ahead and stop him. He's not going to be a part of it. I think our offensive line is going to be buying plenty of time. For Jared Goff, I think Jared Goff is going to continue what he did with Week One, with Week Two, I'll tell you, with, with time, Brandon Cooks. He's a good quarterback. He's going to go ahead and hit those targets. Yeah, I think Rams are going to go ahead and take it. I think the odds right now are Rams are going to take it by who's, seven or so. Who's the uh, the? And I already forgot his name because uh, really nobody cares. But the the quarterback <laughs> that started Week One for the Bills that everyone was like after three quarters are like this oh. guy needs to sit. I nobody even knows. Uh, <laughs> I don't okay. think Bills fans know. Who gives a shit? Anyway, yeah. my point is, him. <laughs> if you put him under center for the for the Los Angeles the Rams time, yeah. today, he's he doesn't put up Jared Goff numbers, but I think he's respected. <laughs> yeah, because in 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 uh, Buffalo, he doesn't he didn't have any time. Yeah, I think that if you if you give the time to any quarterback that Jared Goff has had these two games, mm-hmm. and and potentially will against the the Chargers. Yeah, any quarterback worth their salt a grain of salt is going to to put up some numbers and yeah. and Goff, at least against the raiders i didn't i didn't watch the game the against you know oh, cardinals. the cardinals all but the time in the against world. the raiders he was sitting back there 6 1000 7 1000 oh, yep. he had all the time he in the was world going to do whatever even more he wanted so against the cardinals yeah. so he had plenty of time yeah oh he's back there making snacks i'll tell you what oh, yeah, if if the offensive line can give him that kind of time the remainder of the season i i take it back the guys an all-star <laughs> Wow! <laughs> yeah, honestly, but me, I think I think if you if you put him on any team where you don't get that type of time, I don't think that he's got the mental capacity to make the right decision. Speaking of which, and let's give you an opportunity to. Uh, I, I don't mean to get personal here, but uh, you know who didn't have a lot of time was uh, Seattle when they played Chicago and Khalil Mack on Monday night. <laughs> well, you mm. Did you see that? And did, good. Does that still oh, hurt, Ben? No. It, see you uh, again, and this. Thank you for bringing it up. <laughs> here's here's the problem in today's Fair society. We gotta no, let you give you're right. You a chance. Everybody in today's society makes a snap judgment in three seconds about everything. 
And you know the 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 hit against the That's Raiders. That's a ridiculous statement. The hit against the Raiders oh. is that how dare you take a generational talent and not pay him? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, it just uh, look at Pujols, right? <laughs> Pujols is a great was a great player. He had a great career, and the team that had him knew that he was ending his the time where he was, was going to be a productive guy. You're right, in baseball years. But if you look at Khalil Mack, listen, he's going to have a great season. Look at Shaquille O'Neal when he went to the Heat. Mm-hmm. The Lakers knew that he had two or three really, really good years left. And they chose that we're just going to allow you to go because we know that if you if we give you the contract that you feel like you deserve, now we're going to be hamstrung for the next 10 years or whatever it is. At some point, it just makes sense to let people go. Now, I can't sit here after the two games that he's played and say that the Raiders made the right decision. Sure. The snap judgment is the Raiders are stupid. But in three or four or five years, whenever that guaranteed money runs out in, de- in, in, in Chicago, that's when we have the conversation. So I don't want to talk about it until <laughs> that, that happens. Yeah. And now if at that <laughs> point he has five years of what we saw over the last two weeks, then I'll tell you what, the Raiders made a huge mistake. Yeah. But if he doesn't and the Raiders – they turn that first round pick into somebody, and you I know. I think they will. Who knows? Maybe they probably won't. But if if they can, if 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 they can do what John Gruden thinks that John Gruden can do, and they can be that team, then I'm as a Raiders fan who I've gone through twenty years of futility. Bring it. I'm willing to take that chance because I know the option, and that is another twenty years of futility. I'm willing to try this out to see what happens. <laughs> ben, you going to the opening game you- in Las Vegas? No. <laughs> you did say you'd go to a game when they moved to I Vegas. reluctantly said that I would go to a game, All but right. I will drive up We're there going. on a day, not Friday. Let's, let's get it on the <laughs> schedule. A Thursday night Can, game. Oh, we'll do a Thursday if you're going to do one game, you I'm might fine. as well do opening night. Oh, hell no. There's going to be too many people, and I don't he like He wants Vegas. to go when they play Buffalo or Cleveland. Like, yeah. Ben wants to go when the least amount of people are going to be I really do. And <laughs> it's going to be bad for And if the game's years. on Sunday at 1 o'clock, I'll leave Sunday morning to go out there to watch the game, stay the night, <laughs> wow. take Monday off, and then wait till mid-afternoon when there's no traffic and then drive if home. If you're a baller, you do it like I did. The, I'm not a baller. The <laughs> I'm the first one to admit that I'm not a baller. I went out for a Were you listening night. to the Guys in Short Sports uh, uh, yeah. story when I went to Dodger Stadium and I drove six miles and it took me an yeah. hour and a half? Yeah. yeah. Not not going to happen. It was the first Golden Knights game that. for the Kings. I drove out there, yeah. left at noon. I'm not you. there for the game at five, went to the game, recorded a podcast, and then drove home. And was at work the next day. Uh, I'm not you. Uh, yeah. So, See, James, you are a true That's Whitlock fan. style. Hey. He pods with heart. Yeah. yeah. He does everything with if heart. If it was Whitlock style, I'd be up at a suite for it's two It's a days. model American. <laughs> Can you imagine if all uh, sports talk radio was, was like Ben? Can you imagine if somebody asked you? Isn't know, it all? So, yeah, uh, ben, no, well, it'd be, no, I feel no, like it is. No, it's no, like, it's not. <laughs> it's like listening to Colin Coward. No, it literally is like listening to Jeff. If you listen to it, because they, they do snap judgments. <laughs> and actually, I, I'll, I'm sorry, Jeff and no. Vic. Because, because Vic. No, here's the thing. No, Vic only when it's the Dodgers. No, if if somebody co- just like kidding, Vic. I, I would almost you. be willing to bet you right now that Vic would say Patrick Mahomes is going to be a Hall of Famer. Nope. He's had two years. No, or, I'm sorry, two games no. of, of of sample size. Yeah. And he's the no, real see, deal. Ben, like, that's, come that's, on. You, There's so many people out there that do. Nah, you guys are all yeah, bullshit. That's when you're crazy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Could you imagine listening Stay to Brady's sports talk? Can you imagine listening to the sports talk radio where every question they're like, so uh, do you think the uh, Lakers did the right thing by trading so-and-so? You know what? Ask me that in five years. 
Come back in five years and ask me if that was a good decision. <laughs> Do you think the uh, the uh, Raiders did a good thing by letting uh, what's his name go? More. Come back in five years. I don't want to talk about it right now. You know what, Come ben back is, in five years you, and we'll talk about it. But you bring up a point, and that is that people say things to just get ratings, but they really don't. Either. Well, in your case, I think you truly believe it. But I think that you know, for people that know sports. <laughs> They just say shit to get ratings. I think you guys actually believe it, Jeff. If, if Ben actually liked sports, he'd be the Jim Rome of guys in shorts. Oh, yeah. If he likes sports. Oh, ben. This show would end if I stopped podcasting. Yeah. It would. Oh, it ben. really would. I don't it really it. would. I agree. All right, you. I quit. That's <laughs> so just to make sure, hey. everybody's on board for uh, Rams winning week oh, three. Oh, yeah. Right? That's no. a no-brainer. Except for no Ben. No-brainer. Well, Except for yes, taking the Chargers. But Nobody cares. You Suck. I'll go along but, as long as you say the Steelers win too. Uh, Steelers are going well, to win. Who are, they, who are they playing? Wait, who Tampa. cares? Oh yeah, they're going to win. Vic. Okay, here here we go though. I I, I think Ben is actually a little bit right. I I, I do think a the little. Rams are going to win, but I think the game's going to be a lot closer than you guys think. Oh, oh. I think it'll be close. I, I don't think this is a. I don't know. Darren I, sounds like he thinks it's going to be another shutout. Darren, I, I, I don't know. Do. <laughs> I'm not. Fifty-two and zero. <laughs> but this game this game is in Carson, right? No, it's at the Coliseum. Oh, it's at the Coliseum. Coliseum. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I'm not going to pull in Eric Vieira. I don't think it's going to be a shutout. I think it's going to be close, but I still think we're going to get close? at least. I think we're going to get at least 14 above, whatever they get. Yeah. Okay. Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. I'll bet you 100 push-ups with those no, points. Let's not do this. Do it. <laughs> let's not do this. <laughs> do it. I was going to go 20 bucks on you, Ben. Yeah. Ben. Do it. I, I, want, by the way, I want 14 points, 100 push-ups. Push you still owe me 100 from the Rams-Raiders game. Thanks for reminding Fuck me. Fuck it. All right. Hang on. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yes. No. I don't want you to do it. <laughs> no, just he's, because he's going to do it oh right now. Gosh. He's going to do it right now. Perfect. <laughs> he's and, literally and on floor. You should bet. 100, 100, uh, 100 push-ups, Darren. Come on. For Wait, wait. What was the bet? Two touchdowns. All right. I'll bet. I'll bet. Perfect. Done deal. All right. Ben. Nice. Ben's, Ben's still doing push-ups. Excellent. <laughs> James, well, uh, well, the guy who takes up all the airtime talking about uh, stuff that people don't care about, James, why don't you, uh, we'll give you a little opportunity to talk about the Steelers and what the hell is going on with them. They just need to get their act together. They're falling apart and, and really. What is the culture, what, what's going on? Le'Veon Bell's holding <laughs> out NFL Antonio Brown has a foot in. out the door. It's, it's just, I think, today's sports culture. Like people, people are, feel they're bigger than the game. And just yeah. my, my personal opinion as a fan, um, it's just ridiculous. It's stuff you're embarrassed about as as a as a fan of a team. You get embarrassed about shit like this because it it shouldn't be happening, and uh, especially with a team as iconic as the Steelers. especially the Steelers. And we don't need yeah. to call them iconic, whatever. But, iconic. But call them the, a flagship. The Steelers do have. Uh, was that a hundred, Ben? It was fifty. I'm going to do another. Yeah, 50 oh, in a okay. All right. Taking yeah. a breather. Lightweight. Uh, do 20. <laughs> the Steelers do have that culture where you're a Steeler, especially if you're a star player like you're a Steeler yeah. for life yeah absolutely and and it's a franchise Le'Veon you Bell to. unless the Rams come Antonio to your town Brown those are guys that could have been a Steeler for life <laughs> Ben I love it <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding James. why don't, why don't That's we bring, okay you can shit on my why don't we bring that up memory. right now let's, let's bring that up we don't want we might want to separate them we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna close this up here in a second but I feel like we should give James an opportunity to defend all the crap that Ben throws his way on this pod when James is not here to defend himself. Does he? James, oh, yeah, does he? When, when the Rams were announced that they were coming here, James got excited that an NFL team was coming to town and maybe bought some Rams gear, with the Steelers still being his first team. Absolutely. 
But and, he and did. I would still stand up and say if the Steelers came to town and it was the two teams, I'd wear Steelers gear. And I believe Absolutely. you 100%, even though at one point James was ready to buy this like 20 foot long tailgating trailer <laughs> that had like Ram stickers an on Airstream it. Tailor. An Airstream trailer. Yeah, and, and grills. No, and we were like, going to build it. We, we need to go big. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. We were going to build it. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but still, Steelers fan. But that's kind of just me. Like, yeah. If you give me an it idea, like, hey, let's let's do breakfast, yeah, uh, before we leave for this weekend. I feel like you almost got so caught up in it. And, I was more and about that the is tailgate. where you go. You were, yeah, you were more about the tailgate yeah. and the and the and and the then camaraderie. You, because once Ben pointed it out, I feel like you were like, oh, wait a minute, I've, <laughs> I've, I'm a Steelers fan. What am I doing? Yeah. And <laughs> what, what happened? And more so, this this wasn't just. Uh, James, but if you would ask James's sons, I would, and I would ask them, so who's your team? Steelers, Wesley yeah. Oh, yeah. Steelers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were they were still on board with Steelers, but absolutely. You know what? Hey. You know, and and the fact that I could take him to games, and and yeah. that's a big part. That's of what course. my dad did for me. So the fact that I could take him to games, and and when we go back to Pittsburgh to visit family, we'll go to Steelers games, and they'll they'll be in high heaven because that's their team. But, yeah. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong going and seeing and supporting your local team because that's where the money's coming into your city. Like, I, I want to stop paying these high taxes, so I'd like a little more revenue coming in yeah. to maybe offset my taxes a little. It all comes back to business. Vote with your money, Ben. Isn't that what you always say? It is. Yeah. There you go. So See, I feel James like I should get a little voting credit. with his money. Yes. <laughs> you know what? That's close enough to apology for me. I'll All take right. it. I love it. I love it. Moving on. He voted right. by buying a golf jersey and looking at buying a Ram, a Rams oh, uh, yes. Airstream. No, yes. I looked at buying a trailer that we were going to turn into a Rams. <laughs> it was pretty legit. It wasn't an Airstream. I, I love the blueprints legit. for it. Yeah, I, we should I still even, do it. By the way, I even had to tell James. I was like, yeah, that. That might be a little. Well, I called Jeff more because I'm like, I'm I feel like go. I'm calling the wrong guy. First of all, to bring me off the ledge. If you need reality, call me. I, I should five six two. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Or I'm just, not giving my number. You, <laughs> FBI asked Mister Reality. It's if, in his name. If the inside voice really knows you want to do it and you need somebody to push you over the ledge, you call me. Right, right. And that's what <laughs> if I you did. You want somebody to talk you off the ledge? You call, you call Ben. ben. That's yeah. right. So I called Jeff. I think because I just wanted to do it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it would have been it would have been awesome though. It would have been awesome. Nothing like that El Camino that they built the whole grill on the yeah. back of. Well, or, then, then or Jeff, that... I blame you that we don't have one of these yet. I know. I know you're right. <laughs> he doesn't have enough room in his driveway to park anything else. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. How about that school bus that the guy bought off the St. Louis Moving fan. On. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> it's that's it's an old school bus converted into like this Rams. Oh, it's awesome. Anyway. Oh, yeah, it is. We're out of here. That's it. We all agree. Rams are winning this weekend. It's going to be a close game. Darren says by 14. What's the spread? By two scores. I mean, seven. Seven. Oh, it is seven? Yeah. I feel like that's around accurate. I think it'll be a Rams win. What did I say, 14? Ben, you're you wrong. Said 14. Yeah. You said 14. Right. I wanted 20 bucks No, on stand that. with that. I feel like yeah, that's... Yeah, I'm going I'm to stay with it. It, it could very ass. well be. 20 bucks? It could very well be. We <laughs> no, know. we're doing 100 push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you want me to bet against you now? Did we cover everything? Yes. Twice. we did. At least. <laughs> we're out of here. We Be sure. Cover, what, what are the Raiders going to do this weekend? No, we're going to lose. They're going to okay. lose. Moving on. Who, who, are the, who are the Raiders playing? I don't know. He doesn't even know. <laughs> Come on. Gruden, Gruden's going to go 0-3? <laughs> Gruden might go 0-8. I don't know. Here's, here's the problem. With That's the a Raiders. $100 million man I don't right to move on. I don't think it's Gruden. What, well, here, what ha- well, you know what? It, it actually has a little bit to do with him. 
and it's, it's kind of part of the conversation that I had on the flagship show with USC, and that is they're not substituting enough on the defensive side. They're sticking with their starters, and by mm-hmm. the time the fourth quarter rolls around, they're just gassed. And that's like, I mean, in the Denver game, they snatched the jaws of de- victory from the jaws of defeat. Like, I mean, literally, they should have won that game. And what happened was the fourth quarter yep. came around, the defense got tired, Denver was able to come yep. in and win the game. And it was because— With, with who? Without Case, I know. Keenum. Keenum. Yeah, you're right. And, and it's, it's inexcusable. And and it's, it's, it's part of it is coaching and a lot of full circle. part of it's it is the worst world. They don't they don't have the bench. I don't know. There is a god. They're winning the first half of all these games and they're yeah. coming in the second half just tired and they can't do it. So yeah. I, I've got low expectations for the rest of the season. Wow. Yeah. He's got a the cheer on protection. Yeah. <laughs> Wall that, up. That went up pretty yeah. fast. Yeah. Protection enacted. Well, sorry, Ben. Yeah. Sorry it is that. what it is. Uh, but you're not panicking on Chucky. No. Okay. No. Right. I, 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 yeah, again, it's too soon. To you panic. can't overreact. Yeah. Matt Patricia isn't the worst coach in the world. John Gruden isn't the worst coach in the world. And the Rams aren't winning the Super Bowl this year. I'll, you know, I'll tell I mean, you what. That oh, those is, sound like all facts. You. How dare you? Bullshit right how there. They are winning you. the Super Bowl. All right. <laughs> Let's end the show. Believe it. Buy your tickets now. <laughs> all right. All right. I bet all you right. a thousand push-ups. <laughs> Done. I'll do it. Oh, oh wow. Oh, oh wow. Oh, I'll do it. Wow. <laughs> I do a thousand push-ups yes. in my sleep. Oh. <laughs> He's going to be doing push-ups till they actually win the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. You may as well start now. Can I do that before no. the wedding so I look ripped? Hey, Jared Goff. He looks great. <laughs> he looks great. Don't you give him the Case Keenum treatment. How dare you? you 354 yards on Sunday. Come on. Take the offensive line away. Get one injury. We'll see what happens. But, well, but they're but, healthy. Yeah. They are right, healthy. Right now you are. All right. And will be. Fair enough. All right. We are the Rams House. Be sure you're following us on Twitter for all your Rams updates. Darren Darren keeps that thing like a like a steel trap. Well oiled machine. Well oiled machine. Everything. It's a group effort still. Yeah. Is it? Well, I want to think so. Oh, okay, good. Uh <laughs> At the Rams house, right? Yeah. At the Rams house. At the Rams house. That's right. You'd think I'd know by now. Uh, That is it for us. Also, be sure for the rest of your sports news in L.A., you're going to Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles. And uh, you know what? We'll give a shout-out to the Kings realm because James Whitlock is here. He is Kings fan number one. At Kings Realm Pod. True and true. Yeah. You don't need to follow him on Twitter, but listen to their show. For sure. <laughs> Got a good interview this week. <laughs> oh, great interview. Yeah. By it's the a way. fun one. You guys did, yeah. It's worth a, the hour 24 that, that's posted. I'm not oh, going to wow. lie. Even yeah. you earned it for sure. You earned the hour 24. Yeah. And uh, even if you're not a Kings fan, which I I mean, I, I, I'm not a hockey guy, but it's fascinating whenever you get a player talking about sports in the environment that you guys create and then which is which is why i work on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) and it's full circle right there full circle no it is a good look um, there it is from a pro talking about you know during play and and after the game and and moving into the front office so you get to see all sides of sports whether no matter what sport you like to follow it's it's a good interview oh it is it's great it it really is just like ben moving from d1 to socal edison it's 
It's amazing. <laughs> you know, playing uh, D1 or swimming D1 is kind of like, you know, playing with Gretzky. I, I guess. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same. All right. For Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, James Whitlock, and Victor Costello, I'm Jeff Wilson. Whose house? Rams house. house. It's like kissing your sister. <laughs> Whoa.